and welcome to the Bullcast Podcast. I'm Katie Pickler, and with me today is Cameron Spain. Yes, Chef. Uh, Court wins it. Hello. And Nicole Ellis. Hey. Hey. Okay, so uh, I'm going to actually let Nicole tee up this episode. This episode was specifically made for Katie Pickler sitting right here because she door dashes at least five days a week. Hey, that's (laughs) not always true. I was going to go seven, but, you know, I I don't see you for two of those. (laughs) Um, So this is a roast, I feel like, about DoorDash. She's titled this Divine or Dumb. And so this is going to be interesting, but DoorDash is a service that will deliver food for you. Um, And I'm going to advocate kind of my positives about it. And I'm sure that my lovely co-host will actually enjoy roasting me. Is it fair to say that stemming from our recent episode about financial fasting, that the fact that you haven't been doing DoorDash lately is somehow related to maybe trying to curb your enthusiasm? Yes. After we recorded that episode, I realized, and then I went back and looked at my credit card and saw how much I have spent on DoorDash, which again, that includes food because it's not just like Mm -hmm. the service Mm -hmm. um but yeah we'll we'll get into that definitely doing that financial fasting episode made me rethink my life a little bit and so i have not door dashed in like two weeks now Mm. can i just say she told me that number and my jaw literally dropped to the floor of how much she spent on DoorDash. Mm. But that includes food too. But okay, anyways, let's let's do our list and then I'm going to advocate for myself over here. Okay, so what is the list? The list this week, of course, DoorDash is a food delivery service from restaurants around your area. And so we decided uh, restaurants, restaurant-related, uh, popular chefs. So we're going to do the top most popular chef movie slash TV shows. Cameron, kick it off. The Pixar movie Ratatouille, which I believe is underrated. It's about a chef in France. Well, he was not a chef to begin with. He was just some a dishwasher. And uh, this rat who had a passion for food and flavors and scents found his way into the hair of this this guy. And uh, and he can control him like a puppet by pulling his, his hair. And so he would make these five-star dishes by doing that. Of course, the guy would wear a chef's hat, and so you couldn't see the rat. Mm-hmm. And then wild antics ensue. Indeed, it's a beautiful movie. It's yeah, it's a great movie, great ride. I can tell me. you've seen that movie. I'm more just than like once. over here, like <laughs> you're interacting <laughs> it. It would be nice if we all had a little bit of friend up on our head that helped us do things. That'd be fun. Julie and Julia. This is about Julia Childs, and it's got Amy Adams, I believe. I believe so. Yeah, it does. And she is just kind of following the journey of Julia Childs. It's it's a good movie. Okay, next movie is also a popular Broadway show. I love both. Uh, The movie is Waitress. uh, Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell and Nathan Fillion. And then, of course, it was a Broadway show, and I saw that with the original cast. That was also a really extraordinarily good show. Uh, Actually, I liked the show better than I liked the movie. But if you like Pie... Uh, I recommend the movie because, man, they just basically spend the entire movie inundating you with different kinds of pies. And she's like a savant when it comes to making pies. So it's not exactly an uplifting movie anyway. No. I don't feel uplifted at the end, but it's uh, enjoyable for for what it is. It's filled with sugar, butter, and flour. You get the reference. Mm -hmm. Indeed. Mm -hmm. All right, next on the list is Bar Rescue. This show is a guilty pleasure of mine. I love Mr. John Taffer. Has anybody else seen this show? I, I have seen this show. Yeah, it was uh, it was recommended to me by, by my brother-in-law, and I uh, enjoyed it, yeah. He's just very chaotic and goes into these rundown bars and basically redoes them all, and it's very entertaining. So it's a reality oh. show? Yeah. 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 
Very cool. Cool. Next on the list is The Bear, which is a Hulu show. <laughs> Uh, for Halloween, Nicole and I came as characters from the bear. Anyways, yes chef. yes, chef. This guy and his cousin run this family-owned beef shop, beef sandwich shop. That's what mm. Chicago is known for. But deep down, this main character, he went to school to be a chef, and that's what his passion is. And so they transformed this beef sandwich shop into this very fancy restaurant. Mm. It's a great all show. All about the family dynamic. I'm great. still, I'm only on like episode four, so <laughs> I haven't seen the transformation it's yet. It's great. But it's the anyway. original birth of Chicago. Birth. Okay, Vanderpump Rules. I didn't realize Anyone? this was anything. I could talk about this show Food? for 24 hours. Oh, well, wow. my, my, one of my uh, friends. I'm not sure you want to be bragging about that, but go well, ahead. Well, I am. Talk <laughs> about it for at least 24 seconds. Yeah. I met your friend who is a Bravo fanatic, yeah. and we discussed this for about an hour. I thought it was about fashion and like housewives. They I didn't work, realize it about food. They work in a restaurant, and they're all dating each other, and they're oh. all they all hate each other as well, and... Okay. Cheating, and it's just fascinating. <gasps> okay, you get a good one. The next one on the list is Waiting, and I haven't seen it. I have no idea what it is. So Dane you... Cook. Um, oh, I okay. mean, it's yeah, it's got a stellar like cast. It's an older movie, but it's it's about the restaurant life and the antics. Is with... this the one with Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, I think it's Ryan Reynolds, Dane Cook, um, Anna Faris. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, it's that's like funny. All, all of them, and oh, wow. it's just Sounds a... like a great cast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just about the dynamics between like the cook lines versus the staff and. Mm-hmm. Than dealing with like terrible customers. And then there's some gross stuff of, you know, don't send your food back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Okay. Next. Next on the list, I'm actually going to skip down and do SpongeBob oh, SquarePants because I've never seen the one before it. Mm. But SpongeBob, I quote at least once a day. It's kind of embarrassing. Krabby Burger or something? The Krabby, Krabby Patty. Patty. Krabby Patty, excuse me. Nobody knows the ingredients to make a Krabby Patty. It's that good. Plankton, Plankton really wants, wants it. Wants the ingredients. Wants a recipe. A jump bucket. All right. I guess I get Bob's Burgers, which I've never seen, but it is a cartoon for adults. It's, yeah, adult it's cartoon. A, it's an adult yeah. cartoon. Yeah, yeah kind of like a family guy. Part of Adult Swim, I think the Comedy so. Channel, yeah. Adult Swim. I think but it's, it's on Fox. Fox. Okay. But it's this family that owns a burger one. place, right? Yeah. That's sure. that's the premise. Yeah. Yep. I hear it's funny. It's yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I was I was confusing Bob's Burgers with the one where there's actually one of the characters is a giant hamburger. I know which oh. one you're talking about, yeah. but that, I don't know the name of it. That's definitely yeah. Adult Swim. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, the menu. I recently saw this. It is interesting. I like this movie. It was good. It has the girl from Anya. Yeah. Queen's the, Gambit. Anya Queen's Taylor Gambit. Thank you. I'm like thinking like chess. Anya Taylor-Joy. Um, Voldemort. Voldemort is in it. But it is this whole premise of like how the elite are always looking for the most exclusive dining experience. And so this is all about uh, she is a date with a guy to this exclusive dining experience. And it's great. You have to watch it. Um, not children friendly, but definitely when you have to pay attention. Hmm. I don't want to give it away because it is fairly new, so I don't want to give away the information. Right. Cool, cool. Okay, so next on the list is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. You can't really talk to a person my age and say anything negative about this movie because we will fight you. Uh, This is, of course, the Gene Wilder uh, version of the movie that adapts Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. There is a later version of the movie that was done by Tim Burton that is called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory that stars uh, Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. And there's and a new one coming out. Now there is a prequel, I believe, coming out with uh, Chalamet. Timothy. Timothy Chalamet uh, that is playing a young Wonka. And I'm actually kind of intrigued by that one. But Willy Wonka and the Tro- Chocolate Factory, the original with Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder is a comic genius and the movie is... Whew, it's just, man, yeah. it's great. It's fantastic. I love it. I love it. And then finally, Nicole, you get to close it out. We have the best Food Network show of all time, Chopped. 
I used to religiously watch the Food Network as a child, so mm. this was my favorite. Okay. It's like four chefs compete, and then the winner. I think they have to make a meal with like the most random ingredients, like within thirty minutes. Yeah. And they're all incredible. Yeah, I mean, I've 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 watched it. We actually left several cooking shows off. Like, you know, there's there's Chopped, there's Top Iron Chef, Chef. Oh, there's man. Uh, the Top Queen sh- is Ina from the Barefoot Contessa. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I mean, the the kids shows I'm always impressed with. Um, Crime Scene Kitchen, where they'll have like remnants of stuff, and they have to try and figure. out what somebody made my okay. kids love is it cake absolutely 100 percent. there was our list what is doordash so doordash uber eats um i think grubhub grubhub mm-hmm. there's a lot of them and they were around before covid hit for sure like people had them and in fact, I have an epic story of one time I had to order food from one of these services prior to COVID. And it was a late night, had to get it. I had to get somebody home. I could not stop to get food. And they had a minimum. You had to spend like, you know, 50 bucks or something like that in order mm. to have that. That's all been stripped away. COVID really made these delivery food services really, really popular because it was super convenient. Mm-hmm. And I know we've done episodes before where we've talked about, you know, the difference of your time and paying somebody to do something or you spending the time to do it and all of that. And so DoorDash, it's a food delivery service that allows users to order food from their favorite restaurants, have it delivered to their doors. The service works by connecting users with dashers, is what they call them, who are independent contractors that deliver food on behalf of DoorDash. Gig workers. Yeah. Gig workers. <laughs> I mean, it's those that you, they may be an Uber driver so mm-hmm. they, or a Lyft driver. And restaurants have to contract with them. And so that's why not every restaurant under the sun is going to be on DoorDash because I'm sure they then are having to pay service fees to then have their restaurant oh, on indeed. the site. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I remember during COVID, I got frustrated with a couple of restaurants that I really wanted to order like DoorDash or Uber Eats from. And they were just like, no, we don't do that. It, it costs too much. It, you know, yeah. They take too much of a chunk. Uh, I do want to say I, one of my favorite people, a family member of mine, is uh, is a, <laughs> an Uber Eats driver. Really? Um, yeah. Makes a living at Uber Eats. So I feel like I've got to support Uber Eats whenever yeah. possible, because for whatever reason, he doesn't he doesn't drive for any of the other delivery services. He strictly drives for Uber Eats. Yeah, and that's so. there's there's obviously a lot of like behind the scenes stuff because yeah. you'll see a restaurant leave DoorDash and move over to Uber Eats or vice versa, or a lot of people will just do Uber Eats. Mm. I just remembered I had a family member who DoorDashed and he said that when he would go do it, there were certain restaurants that if that's the one that a person picked, he would just avoid. He's like, I have the restaurants that I avoid to go pick up from because they're a nightmare. Huh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, so Katie, we're obviously uh, we're going to harshly judge you for your uh, DoorDash habit, but why don't you try and go ahead and give us what you feel like the benefits of this thing are. Yeah, so DoorDash is available in over 4,000 cities in the United States. and Canada, the service has over 56% market share in the United States, making it the largest food delivery company in the country. Mm. And so, okay, my... <laughs> You feel like that justifies your your, justifies. your habit? Well, Those okay. numbers are from you. Shush. <laughs> I'm supporting these people who are trying to work hard and, you know, be Uber Eats drivers and DoorDash drivers and stuff like that. No, it's... My family thanks you. <laughs> I before had used it when you'd be in like a, a different place or something like that. Like it was convenient. You didn't know. Like I know, for instance... Court, when you and I went to one of our sessions or conferences or something, it was still kind of COVID times Mm -hmm. and it was terrible weather outside. So we just ordered something delivery and had it sent to the hotel. Yeah. So I've used it for that aspect. But 
I'm As a matter not, of fact, we tried to be good and like just grab something real quick at, at the hotel that night and we couldn't get service. Yeah, so we, we couldn't. We just got DoorDash instead. Yeah, exactly. So I will agree it is a, it's a perk. It's an extra thing that I shouldn't be spending all my money on. But DoorDash is very convenient. DoorDash, Uber Eats, Grubhub, any of those are super convenient in the fact that for a busy person, it's the same thing with, you know, the deliveries of your groceries or Target, things like that. So, for instance, the reason why I do it a ton, okay, I'll be, you know, up here working and I'm in the middle of a project or I know I've got 15 minutes in between client meetings. I don't have enough time to then drive over to Chick-fil-A or do something like that and then potentially get stuck in line. What I do have time to do is quickly go on there, get it delivered, and then have it here. So then I can eat it whenever I'm done with the meeting or I can eat it while I'm finishing a project. So it allows me the time to then be here to keep working, to be a workaholic, to do what I need to do. And yes, there is a charge on it. So to me, the little price that you put with it, which they now have like DoorDash passes, which I have a DoorDash pass because then obviously that was the most... Can, you know, since I, since I use it, no, but because I use it so often, then it was worth it. What gets me in trouble is the tipping mm-hmm. because I feel guilty. Like, you know what? I feel really bad. It's it's raining or it's early in the morning or it's prime rush Jesus, hour what time or whatever. Are you ordering DoorDash that you're, you're feeling guilty about every how early it day, is. Every it, time of the week. No, dude, Nicole. If Look, I'm running I late, to... and if I'm running late and really want a Starbucks, I don't have time to wait in Starbucks line. And I, okay, so this this whole <clears throat> oh, I don't have time to leave the office that it takes to go get Chick Fil A, or I don't have time to wait in line at Starbucks. I went to Starbucks on my way to work on Red Cup Day, and I left maybe my house maybe five minutes early, and I still got to work early even after going through a Starbucks line on Red Cup Day. So I'm not sure what Starbucks you're going to, but maybe, Look, you know. I'll give you some props. The Starbucks that's right by the office, the drive through line is always terrible. It's a nightmare. But you just park and go in, and it's sitting right there. That's the one that I went through, though, and it didn't take me any extra time at all. Man, they were on fire that day, apparently, just serving me up and getting me out of the line. I didn't have to waste all my money on DoorDash. Well, also, so here's another thing. So like, you know, Swanky's is one of my favorites, but it's farther away. Mm. I can get that DoorDash or Uber. I can't remember which one it's on. That's so true. then so then I can get stuff that's further away and enjoy that for lunch. But Nicole, you have to know, most of the time when I do DoorDash, I also am like, hey, I'm about to order DoorDash. Does anybody else want anything? Yes, that is one of Katie's big things. If she feels guilty about buying herself something, she will buy it for other people as well so that then she doesn't feel as guilty about getting it for herself. I was going to bring that up, though, (laughs) because Nicole and I, was it two weeks ago? We ordered a couple times, and delivery service makes a little more sense if you've got people to split the delivery fee with, because a delivery fee is brutal. I feel like there's the food, and then the tax, and then the service fee, the delivery fee, and then the tip. Tip, And that's why a $10 burger meal ends up being $30 every time. But I know we are not on the drawbacks yet, so I will save my (laughs) (laughs) vigor. I mean, it's not a good practice at all. It is very much like, yes, I should be bringing my lunch, or I should should be I should take self-care and plan in my day to leave the office for 20 minutes to go pick up lunch or do something like that. Yes, I know, but I don't do it. <laughs> you know, I, I want you to get to the, the, the next benefit point that I see on here, I think is just kind of amusing because okay. it's, you can save money on gas and parking. If oh, you would I otherwise hate have. getting gas and I hate parking and going in and then it's awkward <laughs> of like, hey, I ordered this food 
And so it's, and you can not people. Like, mm. <laughs> I, you can, I got you I'm, there. I'm here for that. I like can, that. I mean, but it's, seriously, it's one of those, like, if you're already leaving the office late and nobody wants to cook, so it's like, let's just order something. And then you time it where by the time you're getting home, the food's being delivered and then you can eat. So is it expensive? Is it a luxury? Yes, but it can save you time on cooking, traveling to and from the restaurant, waiting for your food. Now you're at the mercy of like when it gets there and if it's wrong, like you can't exactly call, hey, homeboy, come back. Like it's wrong. Or somebody delivers it to the wrong address, which has happened yeah. to me before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so you can, you can, they're like, it, your food's at your front door. And I opened my front door and I was like, no, it is not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't you, know where you went, but you did not go to my front door. You can order it from the comfort of your home, your office, have it delivered to the door. They offer discounts and promos, which can make it a little bit more affordable. Save money on gas and parking if you would otherwise have to drive from the restaurant. Offers a wide variety of restaurants. I think if you got a you know, sick kids at home and you can't get out. Like, that's a good thing. If you've got, you know, kids sleeping in the car and you don't want to leave them to go run into the restaurant and then risk having to stand there for 20 minutes mm -hmm. waiting on the food. So is it, again, it's a luxury because it is helping you save time. It is not necessarily the best financial decision. You should not be doing it. It's like, hi, my name is Katie and I have a problem. I realized that because there was one day that I door dashed three times in a day. Mm. I door dashed breakfast. I have the dash pass, so I didn't have that fee. So then that goes into another episode Nicole and I are going to do, like, girl math. I had already paid for it, essentially. Then I'm mm. like, oh, I don't have the fee. But then I ordered a Starbucks drink. Well, and because I didn't want to just have them bring one Starbucks drink, I brought three Starbucks drinks. So I'm like, oh, you're going to give somebody a drink. It'll be okay. <laughs> And then for like lunch, I had all intentions of going to get something. Well, I didn't. So then I ordered lunch. And then Daniel texted me and was like, I'm running late. Well, I'm running late. I don't want to cook. I don't want to cook. Okay. And then we just door dash dinner. And I'm like, mm. I door dashed three times today. That is, I have a problem. I have a problem. I have to make a joke because Cam ordered door dash for the first time a few months ago, I think. And he got the wrong coffee size. So he got one little tall Starbucks. That's more on Starbucks being stupid with the naming of their And I said, no, sizes. you have to get a venti. And he's like, I thought this was the big one. And it was like this big. And what was the name of the size I it got? It was a tall. Everyone knows that's Thank the smallest. Thank you. A tall should be uh, bigger oh, than a have you seen a, Insert, insert a, what, you, what is that the, movie? The clip from, from Paul Rudd. Is that the yeah, one you're talking Paul about? Yeah, Paul Rudd does it. Yeah. Paul Rudd does a bit in one of his movies yeah. where he goes off on the, the barista about their Role sizes. Role models yeah. is the name of that movie. Well, it got me. If it's called a tall, it should be tall-ish, right? Yeah. Literally. It was just like, funny. Like this, I think. You need to turn in your millennial card. You don't know. know the size of yeah. the Starbucks? Paul Rudd I'm says, saving money with large, my courage. And she says, um, <laughs> do you mean uh, a venti? No, I mean a large. Venti, venti is, is large. 20. No, venti is 20. Grande, Grande is, is large. large. Tall is large. As a matter of fact, the only thing that you... <laughs> yeah, that just sounds so like a millennial yeah. thing to complain about. Oh, yeah. It's the venti. Everyone knows this. Yeah, You can track your order in real time so you know what to expect to arrive. DoorDashers have customer service teams that are available to help you with any issues. I mean, it's like now they have the app where you can track your pizza and it's being made and it's being delivered. So we've always had the pizza delivery service. And yeah. And I was actually going to bring that up. You know, we sound a little bit like suburbanites here because, you know, delivery food has always been a thing yeah. in somewhere like New York. You know, when you're living in a walkable city, delivery just seems to be very common. I mean, you could pretty much get anything you wanted yeah. delivered in New York without having to order it DoorDash or Uber Eats. This really, I think DoorDash and Uber Eats and stuff like that brought that whole idea, uh, that concept of food delivery from restaurants to the suburbs and to smaller towns and cities. 
cities. But even it is not new when, you know, 10 or 20 years ago, they had another service that was very similar that did not take off because it wasn't app-based. I think being app-based is really what helped Uber Eats and DoorDash because you can look on your phone and see the menus and so forth. But previously, there was another service that did basically the same thing. It just couldn't do it through a phone because smartphones didn't exist called Takeout Taxi. Okay. And you you could order through Takeout Taxi and they would go pick up your food and bring it to you. Uh, it's just the app, the, the, the app-based nature of these services now has made it so much easier to order. And it's really successfully brought delivery of any kind of food you want out to the suburban areas and stuff where you wouldn't have that walkability like you do in a New York City. So, And I mean, they've got on there, and I've never actually used it, but they've got the feature where you can order through DoorDash, but then you can go and pick it up yourself. I, actually, I take it away. I did order one time that way, and it was so confusing because I was like oh, I've got a DoorDash order. And they're like, oh, you're a DoorDash driver? And I'm like, no, no, I I just did the pickup. But I I ordered it through DoorDash. Mm -hmm. So it was more confusing. And I'm like, nope, never doing that Don't know where to go. Don't know how to identify myself. If I'm going to order and go pick up, then I order it through the app or I call them. And that's the thing. So obviously drawbacks, if we're moving on to drawbacks, DoorDash, delivery times, it can take longer to get your food delivered via DoorDash than it can for you to just go pick it up yourself. And it's obviously if you go pick it up yourself, it's going to be faster. It's probably going to be cheaper unless you have the DoorDash whatever card thing that you have. The The Dash Pass. The Dash Dash Pass. pass. I've never heard of this, so it's new. It's it's more like a membership, so you can have that. But then on top of that, they've got when you order, you can get prior. Priority, or you can get regular, mm. which priority essentially means that they're going to pick it up and bring it directly to you. If you do regular, they could pick up Cam's food, my food, your food, and then they could go and deliver, you know, so Cam's may be the freshest and then, you know, mine's the last one he delivers. So it's been sitting in his car. My Chinese has been mixing in with his Asian, with your mm. chicken, and it's just um, gotten all kinds of... I can't mm. have my chicken smelling <laughs> like Asian. That's just crazy. <laughs> And as a matter of fact, that's the next drawback on the list is DoorDash orders can be grouped with other orders, which can further delay delivery mm-hmm. or make your chicken smell like Chinese food. <laughs> Chickity um, China. Chinese <laughs> chicken. chicken. Um, okay, DoorDash charges a delivery fee. This is the big fee, one for me. add up, especially if you order frequently. It's just so dang expensive. And it, what it goes back to, we've had an episode on this, is time and money. Is the massive fee yep. and convenience worth you not having to get out? And go do, like like you can stay at your desk and continue working. Mm-hmm. Is that worth it? Yeah, I can tell you from my spouse's perspective. I always used to to love the fact that she relied solely on me for her food. Like she hates going through drive-throughs. She hates going and picking up food. So she would never order uh, takeout if it weren't for the fact that I was willing and able to go pick it up for her. And so I was like, you you know, if you ever left me, you wouldn't be able to eat. And now she's got DoorDash, which she has discovered. And whenever I'm not home, she just gets DoorDash. Yep. So what are you so, good for now? I'm not good for yeah. anything. Which We're in a similar been... situation. I do all the pickups for us. Yeah. So I just looked at, I just put in, okay, like what if I was going to order from Chili's and it's like the lunch combo. And so it's saying. Get, get honey chipotle chicken crispers, please. <laughs> so it's saying that it would be $10.60 for the meal. Then it's telling me there's a 99 cent delivery fee. And I'm like, wait, I have Dash Pass. But at the bottom, it says you need to add $1.40 to this to then save with your Dash Pass. So then if I go in there and add $1.40, then I don't have to pay the 99 cents. So, okay. Yeah, that's. that's... And then there's fees and estimated taxes of $4.03. 
So then that brings it now to $15.62. So then now it's popping up and saying, would I like to have it standard and it's going to get here in 30 minutes or priority and it'll Mm -hmm. get here in 15. But now it's coming up and saying, Dasher tip. And it's automatically coming up with Mm $2.50. Has all the way up to $5 on here. Now, uh, did $2.50 based on an order of? Order of $15. $15. So you're paying well over 20%. That's what it automatically, so it's got $1.50, $2.50, $3.50 or other. Mm. And it says 100% of the tip goes to your driver, but it's populating automatically the $2.50. Mm-hmm. Now bringing my lunch combo of boneless wings and soup to $18.12. Yeah. I mean, it just... I use the time in my car to decompress, to listen to music or a book or a podcast or something like that. And so the farther away the order is, the longer I have in my car, I I would just, even if I'm at work uh, and I I need to stop what I'm doing to get out and go pick up some food, I would rather do that because chances are I'm going to need some time to step back from my computer at work anyway. So that gives me a chance to, to step away for a quick second and go grab some food. And also, you know, the tip and the cost and the added extra, but... A couple of times my food has just been cold. And yeah. yeah. You know, as you're saying that, I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's what I need to be doing. I need to step away. This goes then more to like the cost of it. Yeah, it's more convenient, but it's almost negative on my mental health because mm. then it doesn't let me step away for a second and decompress. On the flip side, again, because I'm, I'm on the pro side over here, when you quickly leave the office to go get something, you're usually left with fast food. Mm-hmm. When you use DoorDash, you may be able to then get like, a chef's salad or things like that. And I know chef's you can go pick up, mm. but I feel like I end up making smarter, healthier choices for the most part when I DoorDash because I'm not wanting to waste it on McDonald's or something like that. You're absolutely right. I've never thought about that because when I do go out to get a quick bite, it is Taco Bell or Wendy's mm. or, you know. Something. Somewhere you know you can get in and get out really quickly. You're, just, yeah. you're Bad not, food for you. Yeah, yeah, you're not going to, you know, get a grilled chicken breast from somewhere that's fast food. Yeah. Or order, what was that place, Wild Beat? Wild, which yeah. is like super oh, healthy, yeah. but it was delicious. Yeah. Okay, but here's the thing. <laughs> One last con from for me anyway. When I order from a restaurant or from from a fast food restaurant or a sit-down restaurant through the app, usually it's a lot easier for me to customize my order and actually get what I want than it is through the DoorDash app. Like there's their menu It's limited. Yeah. It is. It, it, they, they you don't have all the same choices through DoorDash that you would through a normal restaurant site most of the time and I find that kind of irksome. Yeah, there is some, and there's definitely some restaurants that I know, like, it is not good to order. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, you know, La Hacienda. I love La Hacienda. It's one of my favorite Mexicans, but it notoriously— <laughs> Mexican restaurants. Mex- <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite Mexican <laughs> restaurants. Um, but it always seems to have trouble with DoorDash. I don't know if it's just that their structure, like, the order always ends up being wrong. Mm-hmm. And so— I, I feel like it's probably on the restaurant that it keeps happening. It's been different dashers. And so it's like, you know, I'm not going to fault them for that. I'm just going to go pick it up if I eat from there or go eat there. Yeah. Um, And then finally, I don't know much about this, but I do know that DoorDash and Uber and Uber Eats and all of those app-driven gig economy driving things have been criticized for their treatment of their drivers uh, to, to different levels and different degrees. And uh, DoorDash is certainly no different than any of the others as far as that's concerned. They, they've they gotten kind of a – some. there has been some bad 
press about them as far as how they treat their drivers. So, But I think with everything, like it's what happened with me, I know for sure, is it became easy. It became a habit. It was just like, I'm not even going to try anymore. I'm just going to do this. And with the financial fasting episode, everything we talked about, awareness. So much of spending is just kind of being aware of mm-hmm. how quickly it's adding up. Yeah. And so by Nicole teasing me, Every time that because uh, she's she sits up front in our building. And so I would try and beat her, but it would always end up being I get stuck on the phone or somebody would walk in and she's like, for Katie, with this sass of like, <laughs> I have to say, you forgot to, a benefit, which is that you have your free delivery person, which is me. That, yeah. And I take it right to your desk. She does like with it, a smile and a smirk on my face mm-hmm. and a snarky comment. Yeah. Yeah. She's <laughs> definitely to do judging it. you. She's definitely judging you. It's expected now, so like I have to. Yeah. I just got an email from DoorDash. Okay. Ooh. It says the subject line will take care of the grocery shopping. They oh. can do weekly grocery shopping for you. See, and, and they've started branching out because now if you've got a long wait time, it'll pop up and say, need anything else? Like from Walgreens, yeah. from Target. Let's think about this. This is a great thing that I've actually done this twice now, sent something from DoorDash to somebody who doesn't live here. Mm-hmm. Like they were kind of down on their luck or recovering from surgery or something. And I had a friend do that to me when I had surgery. They DoorDash dinner because they weren't here to like come over and bring it. So they said, you know, hey, I'm going to send you dinner tonight. So there's a lot of good features with it. It's Mm -hmm. just like with everything. It's moderation and it's being aware of those hidden fees and not in the moment going, I'm so hungry. Okay, yeah, I'll add an additional dollar 40. So then now I can get free delivery Mm -hmm. when really it's like, no, you just have to pay 99 cents. And then as you add more, then they're going to add more to their fee. You're going to add more to your tip. Well, here's my one pointer for people who use uh, DoorDash or Uber Eats or anything like that. If you have children who do not live with you and come home to visit, if you let them order DoorDash with your credit card Uh through their phone, then all of a sudden they go back to wherever it is they live and you start getting these Uber Eats or DoorDash orders on your credit card. You're like, hey, what's going on here? Oh, it was an accident. I forgot that I had your card in there. <laughs> it happens <laughs> it happens a lot. So you got to be careful about that. I'd be like, I'll order the Uber Eats from yeah. my phone. <laughs> okay, so some tips for saving money on DoorDash. Obviously look for discounts and promos. They offer them all the time for new customers, students, military. You can also find promotions for specific restaurants or types of food. I've seen that before. Order from restaurants that are close to you. This will help with minimizing the delivery fee. But then again, it's like if it's close to you, could you not just go pick it up? Mm-hmm. But you know, some you may just be in a bad mood and don't want to deal with people anymore and just want you know consuela to show up and drop off your sandwich consuela. Consuela. damn like you have a history with this driver yeah. <laughs> i think i've met him a few times it's a man consuela <laughs> now i'm so Consuela's a girl i'm so confused <laughs> consider ordering a family meal or sharing your orders with friends this will help to split the cost of delivery fee and services and that's again there's been situations where we've been up here at the office in the middle of a project and everybody is still needing to be a part of it and we don't have really a a dead weight person that we can be like, hey, go pick up our food for us. Yeah, This is a great option for everybody to keep working. We don't have to be away for the time of getting it and bringing it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the last time I ordered a DoorDash to share, another coworker that was not included in this ate someone's pizza. Oh, <laughs> it was very drama filled day. <laughs> 
and then tip the dasher appropriately. Don't feel obligated to tip more than you can afford. Yeah, I yeah. Am... A callback to our tipping Ugh. episode. We've we've had conversations oh, yeah. before about about how everybody now has that screen that they flip around on mm-hmm. you and stare at you until you hit zero. And <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I really wish you could see my face because there's a certain look you have to have on your face as you hit zero. You have to kind of reach your finger out slowly and stare directly into their eyes as you hit no tip and look a little crazy <laughs> yeah it's i definitely have this and i think that's what caused not that you should so much and i don't mean you should not tip uber eats drivers and doordash drivers i wish they would have a feature so like when you're in an uber mm-hmm. then they'll can send you back like such and such thank you for your tip yeah i wish that doordash and uber eats had that i'm surprised uber eats doesn't well, uber, I mean, eat, uber eats may but mm-hmm. doordash doesn't and so that's what maybe that made me feel a little i mean I feel bad and I'm like, oh, it's raining or it's late or it's cold or whatever. And so like I do a bigger tip or I feel bad because it's like a large order. And so I'll do a bigger tip with that. But then it's like, I don't, I don't even get the feedback back of like, I'm just kind of like, oh, I hope you see my tip. <laughs> it's like what Starbucks does if you pay on your app. As soon as you leave, your app pops up. Well, you want to mm-hmm. give a tip? You want to give a tip? I hope you see my tip. Zero point zero percent. Bullseye up, Katie. Yeah. DoorDash, Uber Eats, whatever it is, it, it kind of flows into several other episodes we've done. It's Is it su- super convenient? Yes. Is there a price you're paying? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because, and, it, and even more so than the actual physical, um, like dollar amount price you're paying, because could you actually then be going and picking it up yourself and stepping away for a little bit? But there's hopefully no judgment from the peanut gallery here. That oh, I'm judging. <laughs> I'm it, judging. It is convenient at times. It is a great service. Um, you know, it's something that obviously people are able to do and kind of work, have make a living doing it and help them build towards their goals. So you are stimulating the economy in that sense. But it is definitely one that with many things, you need to be aware of all the dollars and cents and how much it's costing you and maybe just think twice before jumping in and immediately door dashing. Yeah, make sure you're looking at that credit card statement. How many times are you hitting that door dash on a monthly basis? Uh, <laughs> Nicole, you got anything? I don't have a bullseye, but I do have a question. Okay. Katie, what are you eating for lunch today? Are you door dashing know, or did you bring lunch? Food, I know all this talk about hungry. food. I'm hungry. What's for lunch? Mm. Can I like divert it if you ordered DoorDash for us? If you ordered us all wild beet, then I would gladly do that. That is so then I, that that's that, not me breaking my fast of uh, not doing DoorDash, correct? It's you harassing your coworker to order lunch. Mm-hmm. And you're still gonna <laughs> I feel like pay Nicole for it. hates DoorDash like deep within <laughs> her body. No, I actually really I do like it and I use it. I just no, Katie hates it when I make fun of her, so I it's, do. Yes, but it's, it's a problem and I'm working on it. Mm. I need to set a good example for my clients. All right. My bullseye is tip your Uber Eats driver and tip <laughs> your Sonic girls. Ooh. Beep, beep. His, his bullseye was beep, beep, apparently. <laughs> do you have a bullseye, Cameron? My, no. <laughs> it, they stole it. My bullseye was going to be, if you can, split DoorDash. It makes more mm. sense. Yeah, it does. Mm. And don't eat your coworker's pizza. <laughs> can you split it? I mean, can you? Can you? It's got group orders on here, and I've always okay. wondered. Yeah, I always just Venmo. Okay, Nicole. So you yeah. just Venmo it too. Yeah. All right. 
Oh, there's the closing bell. Ladies and gentlemen, you've made it to the end of yet another episode of the Bullcast Podcast. If you liked what you heard and you'd like to hear more, please feel free to go to your favorite subscription service and sign up to have our podcast delivered directly to your device every single Thursday at noon. If you'd like to find out more about Katie, Court, Cameron, and coming soon, Nicole, please go to our website. That's bullcastpodcast.com. You can drop a comment or suggest a topic that you'd like to hear us talk about. We have pictures on Instagram at Bullcast Podcast. We still have a Twitter handle. I don't know why. At Bullcast Podcast. Uh, we have a Facebook page. That's Bullcast the Podcast. And finally, ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to find out more about what Katie, Cameron, Court, and Nicole can do or where we work. We work for a place called Pickler Wealth Advisors. Oh, that was a question you, I like it's like, what can we do? It's like our like our uh, our tricks. <laughs> See what we can do. <laughs> oh, man. We work at a place called Pickler Wealth Advisors. And if you'd like to find out more about where we work, what we can do for you, and find out about our amazing team and our boss, David Pickler, please feel free to go to that website. That is picklerwealthadvisors.com. That's advisors with an O. Not an E. Ladies and gentlemen, I have given you everything that you need to go forth, be merry, and eat lots of food. So for now, I'm Court. I'm Katie, and I'm saying no to the Dash Pass MasterCard they're Ooh. offering. And I'm Cam. And I'm Nicole. <laughs> and we're done. <laughs>